Darian sat alone in the deserted hall, staring down at his half-eaten dessert and wondering how everything had managed to go so wrong so quickly. Yet again, he had underestimated his cousin, and now the poor girl was in over her head. He should have been more firm. He should have stood his ground. He never should have let her come with them to that wicked, cursed place. Are you just going to sit here and let this happen? Ari demanded, marching over to where he sat. Give me a moment, will you please? Your Highness, this has already gone too far. I know that, Ari. Don't you think I already know that? This is intolerable. Why did you do nothing to stop it? What would you have me do? Slit my cousin's throat right there at the table? Drag the woman away by her hair? Stop behaving like a barbarian. Doesn't become you. He shrugged. At least if she agrees to marry him, we shall be rid of them both. Please tell me you are choking. Darian's grin faded. I saw the two of them kissing up at the waterfall today. Perhaps she desires to wed him after all. He grabbed his half-empty wine goblet and took a sip. You saw Savino kissing her? Yes, and they both appeared to be quite happy. You cannot in good conscience allow her to marry him, Ari demanded, raising his voice and slamming a fist onto the table. We have introduced her into this predicament, and we must get her out. I shall handle this. Then handle it. Do not just sit there, cowering in the dining room while that man is luring her into his web. Arigo, you are treading on dangerous ground. Remember who you are speaking to. Ari paused for a moment to calm the situation down. Your Highness... You know that I would never contradict you in the presence of others, but I must speak my peace. Dear cousin, if you do not take steps to rectify this situation immediately, you shall regret it for the rest of your life, as shall I. Lord Macario, you are dismissed. Sire! Ari gave a curt nod and stormed outside, leaving him alone. He leaned forward, moaning and burying his face in his hands. Oh, what have I done? Savino pulled her close in a dance under the starry skies. The guests stood around the edges, admiring the beautiful couple as whispers of a royal wedding spread like wildfire. She gazed into his ice-blue eyes, wondering what it would be like to be his wife. Not only was Savino handsome, but he was also kind. He acted very different when Darian was around, and his behavior towards him at dinner was difficult to excuse. But maybe Darian had done something to him in the past to make him deserve it. Theirs was obviously an old quarrel that had been going on for years, and she wasn't about to interfere. Did Savino love her? How could a person fall in love with someone in such a short time? Then again, some people married a person they'd never even met until their wedding day. There was definitely an attraction between them, but it wasn't love. Perhaps it could be someday. It was crazy for her to be considering marriage at her age, but life in Carnelia seemed to operate on a completely different time frame. Despite the fact that she had managed to capture the heart of a dashing nobleman, she couldn't stop thinking about Darian. 
She shifted her gaze to the doors of the great hall where he stood, alone in the shadows. His lonesome frame sulked against a stone pillar, immediately filling her with guilt. He had done everything in his power to make their mission a success, and she had blown it just by her being there. He had insisted that she stay back in Andresis, but she had been so stubborn and selfish. If she had never come to Abaddon, his peace treaty would have been a done deal by now. It was all her fault, and she wished she could go back and do it all over again. She noticed the smirk on Savino's lips as he watched his dark-haired cousin on the other side of the courtyard, and it suddenly occurred to her that he must be the man with the authority to change the law. Could she somehow convince Savino to let Darian marry whomever he wanted and be happy?